All right. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the PTBO Housing Show. I'm Mitch Cleary with Century 21 and the Kamar Cleary Real Estate Team here in Peterborough. It is our goal on this show and it is our goal in business to better understand the housing market to help make more informed decisions. Um, so if you're new to the show, we're talking local statistics, macroeconomics, politics, land use planning, immigration, local regulations, uh, talking about the provincial housing picture, all relevant topics in regards to assessing where we're at now, where we're heading, and really making the best decisions with your investments, the best decisions for you and your family in regards to your real estate moves. So if you're new to the show, please subscribe. If you have been watching for a while and you haven't reached out, feel free to engage with us either in the comments or reach out and chat uh, wherever you are in your real estate journey. Even if you're a couple years out, always good to start having the discussions to help you know how to really think about things leading into starting your journey, your first purchase, uh, or even if you're uh, an owner that's been in your, your lifelong home and you selling might not be for a year or two down the road uh, and you want to know some some what should I be doing now to prepare myself not just my house but myself for uh, the jump and make sure I, I, I do it the best that I can uh, feel free to reach out um, if you have been watching for a while and you haven't engaged uh, please share the show if you're getting any value out of it just go ahead and share and, and you've definitely done your part um, and for anybody another note in regards to being in touch is that if anybody who hasn't reached out or anybody who's been listening for a while and you want a chance to meet in person uh, with myself and the team we are actually hosting our first educational seminar in mid-june it's going to be midweek so you got to have some flexibility to take a day off work because we're going to start in the morning and we're going to go until late afternoon we're going to have a series of discussions about strategies uh, for purchasing this market right now it's mostly investor focused uh, we're going to talk about secondary suites we're going to talk about short-term rentals and we're going to talk about uh, mid-sized multis and we are going to have a bit of a, a presentation, then Q&A. We're going to have some networking. Everybody who comes, we're going to do meet and greet, discuss why you're there, what you came for, what your goals are. Uh, so a bit of networking for people in town and, and out of town to get to, to meet some other like-minded people. And then we're going to go out and view some properties through the, the lens, which we're looking at them right now in terms of how we're analyzing uh, how to make sense of uh, how do these prices stack up out there right now. Um, and, and what to do with your capital. So if that's something that interests you, reach out. All my contact info is down below. You can hit me on social media. Um, you can hit me on, uh, you got my email down there. And there's actually, uh, for anybody who just wants to get straight on to talking about any of their needs uh, and, and, and book not just some of my time, but some of the teams, we have a Calendly link down below so that you can actually just go straight to booking an appointment with the team. And that's more full on for somebody who's looking to uh, start the process of either buying or selling. Um, but still some spots left, looking to fill up that our first uh, education seminar and really excited about that. So reach out if you have any interest in that and we'll fill you in on all of the details. Um, okay. So 
couple of housekeeping notes before we get into the show. This is going to be our market update edition. And next week, we're going to be interviewing Henry Clark, who is one of the two mayoral candidates right now who have officially announced. We interviewed the other candidate, Stephen Wright, uh, last week. He was on the show, so if you're on a podcast app and you want to hear that, you can flip back just one episode. Um, If you're on YouTube, I'll try and post it up here, but it was just the last video. And we discussed all manner of topics, uh, and we'll discuss the same, uh, similar sort of topics with Henry about you know, why he got into politics, why he wants the job of mayor, what he sees as his top priorities and what his vision is for housing in Peterborough. So all super relevant stuff for anybody trying to make, uh, you know, longer term projections and really just help understand better our city and where we want to go as, as a city and a municipality, uh, it, it going forward, how we're, how we see our future looking. So, um, onto this week's show, we're going to go through the seven day review. We're going to talk about some, some, uh, statistical ratios we are going to talk about sentiment and really some you know uh is this thing going to keep dropping like it has is going to level out is it going to you know go back up again a few abc uh bullet points about why each thing might happen and i will say that there's people on every side of this argument right now who are very intelligent um so so take my information with a grain of salt um, you know, obviously filter it through your own views of how you uh, like to understand and think about both the micro and macroeconomic factors at play, because we're dealing with global financial picture. We're dealing with uh, psychology of the buyers and sellers out there right now. We're dealing with so many things and there's a lot of moving parts. There's so many variables um, that we are accumulating as much information as possible to make our best informed decisions. Uh, But there's always going to be a bit of an information bias imposed over all of it. So, you know, use your own, uh, you know, mental horsepower to process everything I'm saying here and say, hey, does this make sense to me? Does this check out? Um, And then which scenario you think is the most probable Uh, within the timeline that you want to do anything in this market so that you can decide, hey, this is my best course of action. Um, On with the stats. Seven-day review. 88 new listings. This is from the county. This is the county stats. uh, And this is from last night. So that was May 23rd. Um, 88 new listings, 53 pending. That's a net of 35 new listings this week, just subtracting new listings minus firm sales. And how's that stack up uh, with the rest of 2022? It is actually a slight decrease in the amount of new listings coming on versus a couple of weeks before. So we had 49 last time we looked at this, and there's been periods where we've seen numbers close to that 50 range as well outside of just last week. So it's still it's still higher than the bulk of the year in terms of the rate that new inventory is coming on, but it's slower than the peak. So what this means is when we look at this, uh, if we're talking about rate of change, the, the inventory is increasing, but the rate at which the inventory is increasing is decreasing. Okay, so that's showing us that we may have uh, surpassed the peak rate at which new inventory is coming on. Uh, so in other words, we may have seen, uh, we, we, for the current time frame, whether we're talking about a month, two months, three months, this current block, we may have seen the peak at which sellers are rushing to the gates and buyers are holding off. 
Um, so a bit of a change in the supply demand metrics, just a slight shift, not an absolute because it's week over weeks, so we absolutely cannot draw a trend, but nonetheless, it's an observation that we see a change on a week over week basis. So we're going to keep track of that. I think it's very relevant information and it's, it's really one of the only concrete things that we can, uh, sort of base our, our, uh, perceptions of what's going on out there on is the rate of change of inventory. Um, so on to PTBO, uh, in inner city, uh, we had 139 active listings as of last night and there was 119 firm sales in the same period. So that puts our months of inventory. That's sort of our, you know, uh, uh, gauge on how much inventory do we have out there? That's almost, you know, you think about this is how much money do I have in the bank? If I were to have to stop working tomorrow, if I had no job, how much in income would I have left uh, to sort of support all of my expenses and a month and a half uh, or anything over a month it's not a lot right we're still in a dire situation but the thing is is that as long as we know that amount is increasing let's say you had only one month of income ahead of you which 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 of course that that's the situation for a lot of people um, you would be much less worried if you knew that the amount at which you were saving money was increasing. So, okay, I'm really tight right now, but if I save for a while, things are going to get better. I'm, I'm making more money now than I'm spending. So I'm pulling out of this. It's getting better. Uh, but if you knew the reverse, if you only had one month of income and you thought, oh, geez, I just lost my job and there's no prospect for new, new uh, income coming in in the short term and my expenses just got bigger because I had a car breakdown. It's totally different scenario. So that's to say uh, one month of inventory in and of itself doesn't tell us that much. But when we look at we're a little bit over a month of inventory, that's still a very bad situation, but it appears the inventory has continued to increase. It means that the market is continuing to balance out a little bit. Less power to the sellers, more power to the buyers. Uh, and of course, the, then price is potentially continuing to drop. Um, prices were absolutely hemorrhaging over the last month and a half, two months. Where are we at now? When I go back the last 30 days and I pull the average price, 735,000, a little bit over when I take the 139 listings last, uh, or pardon me, the 119 firm sales in the last 30 days, average them out. 735,000. That's very close to the number we had at the end of April stats, which was 729,000, which shows that we're basically for statistical purposes, we're going straight sideways right now. There, there hasn't really been a continued decrease as far as we can see it in the prices, uh, but they did drop significantly leading up to that. Some cases when I'm looking at comparable over a comparable basis, um, many properties 10 up to 15% different than what you could have got in peak late February, early March prices. Um, but it seems to be slowed down for now. Median price around 700000 So that begs the question, uh, the rate at which we're seeing new inventory coming on, slowing down a little bit, prices leveling off a little bit, not dropping as hard. Have we seen the worst of things? Now, really, have we seen the worst of things is, is a very uh, subjective question because it's all based on people's perceptions because people have the control. Uh, the, the moment buyers jump back into the market here right now, um, or sellers pull off on listing again, saying, nope, I'm holding off. And we're starting to see some of this already. Sellers that aren't in a rush where they're saying, no, I'm just not, I, I'm not taking 150 K less right now than I could have got a month and a half ago. I'm going to wait a year. It doesn't matter. I'm cash flowing on this income property. Uh, you name it, or this is a family, uh, an estate sale. I'd rather just pay the taxes on this thing for, for a year or six months and see what happens. Starting to see lots of this. So sellers starting to pull back a little bit and, and buyers questioning, Hey, are we, have we seen the bottom? Should I jump in? Should I not? What's going to happen with interest rates? Very sort of push and pull scenario right now where this thing could go either way. Um, so what are the key things to consider when we're looking at which direction this is going to go? We appear to have a bit of a flattening right now. 
Um, we anticipate that there is going to be another half point interest rate raise uh, from the Bank of Canada at the start of June here. And in all likelihood, they're going to have to really seriously slow down the rate hike soon because the cost of living is getting absolutely out of control. Um, they, they, they can't control this inflation with the interest rate. We got the gas prices absolutely spiking. We haven't seen the worst of the food crisis yet. And so arguably, the interest rate hikes are going to slow down or stop very soon. Um, so that's going to be a signal to anybody out there who's looking to purchase property from an investment standpoint, or even from a buyer trying to understand what their fixed costs are going to be going forward in, in terms of holding a property versus renting. Uh, once they, once the Bank of Canada says, hey, we're holding off on rates for a little while right now, it's going to be a strong signal to buyers to jump back in. And then what do we sell, see sellers do from there is going to be a question of how much you know reflexivity there is in the supply demand fundamentals and whether we see prices start to revert course and rise back up um or 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 whether a lot of sellers continue to take this approach like i'm getting rid of this thing now because the getting could get worse in the future and that could flood things and and continue this downward trend so some thoughts on that what could happen here even if we started to see a leveling off in in the you know the price drops here um, what, what are the, the prospects for, for the future? Arguably right now, uh, the future for, for global economic growth is very dismal. Um, we are seeing continued supply constraint issues, uh, due to the war in Ukraine, the, the, the tense relationships between North America and China, North America and Russia, Russia and, and the European union, um, so there, there's sort of this phenomenon of the reverse of globalization in terms of uh, supply chains and, and trade goes where the cost of goods and services is going to continue to rise because there's less specialization in terms of means of production and production and trading. Hey, I can make this really cheaply over in my country. We're going to buy the thing that you do really cheaply and you have lots of resources of from your country. We're going to trade. We're going to have a lot of free trade without charges and everybody gets access to to affordable goods. Perfect. A lot of that's starting to clam down and reverse. And we're seeing the cost of everything continue to skyrocket. And it's it's gonna in in all likelihood the we're gonna see future projections of growth uh in terms of investor sentiment uh be be a little bit hampered here where if I'm you know looking to invest in a publicly traded company, um what are the odds that their profits are higher in a year from now than they are today. There's a lot of companies where that picture doesn't look very good because there's a lot of recession risk right now. So you could see a continued pullback from the financial markets, uh, sort of a downward sine wave here where things appear to level off, but then they can, the more the reality set in of our, our, our global macroeconomic pictures settle in, uh, confidence is not there. People pull back, go to more conservative uh, plays right now. And the more we see a pullout of money from the equities, uh, the more that future economic growth for these companies is, is downrated. Uh, there's just a lack of confidence and a confidence crisis happens generally. And we can start to see liquidity issues with uh, lending generally where the banks want to pull back. They're going to issue less HELOCs, uh, home equity lines of credit and financing the, uh, you know, the, the, the flow of money could just really clamp down and, and not to mention that the supply chain risks with food um, are, are not fully apparent yet, but that's going to get really ugly. Um, it's it's already starting to happen globally, but 
once we start to really feel it here in North America, I think the fear is going to set in and it, it could really wreak havoc on all manner of, uh, issues uh, or topics or ways that people spend. There, there could be this sort of hold on and clamp down mentality that we saw at the start of the pandemic uh, that rocked things for a little, you know, a couple months there. Um, and it's yet to be seen what, what the overall effects of that could be. Um, and then lastly, I think that there is a risk right now that needs to be considered, even if we're seeing a perceived flattening or bottom, bottom out on things is that there's there's a risk of a domino effect right here in terms of missed closings. The conversation is happening um, all the time right now. People talking about trying to back out of deals uh, from from people who bought at peak prices and are still yet to close. And then they've seen this, you know, uh, 10, 12, 15 percent drop in prices since which equates in a lot of uh, uh, situations to over one hundred thousand uh, dollars difference. And then we're starting to see appraisals not add up. Uh, people have to come up with more cash to close the property properly. And there, there's a lot of closings out there that are hanging on by a thread. And all it takes is a very small percentage of these deals not to close. And there is a big risk of a contagion effect where there's this domino, almost like this nuke bomb effect where, boom, a couple don't close. And then it spreads out where the next one can't get financing because they didn't get their money right before closing the next one, the next one, the next one. And it starts with delays, deferrals, um, extensions on, on debts. And then, you know, some lawsuits are going to start here. Um, we haven't seen any of these yet, but the prospect is real. They're really, the, the options of these things happening is really out there. Uh, so, so I would say that's something to be cautious of is all of a sudden, if we see this, you know, honestly, there could be a, a situation here. Nobody knows, nobody knows, but, uh, just be aware, be fully cognizant uh, as a both buyer and a seller out there. Don't delude yourself that we could see an apparent bottom here, but you could be in the eye of the storm. You always see the 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 you know um, nature channel and, and and the weather channel, uh, the the pictures where there's a hurricane blows through. All of a sudden, it's nice and sunny. Everybody walks back out of their houses. They start assessing the damage. Uh, they go for a drive to see how their neighbors are doing, and then boom, the storm rolls back through. Um, everything's cyclical and nothing, it's not just going to continue to drop. If it is going to continue to drop, it won't necessarily just happen in an absolutely perfectly straight line. There's going to be people questioning is the bottom here. And then, and then they're going to get overwhelming evidence at some point in time that either yes, it is, or no, it isn't. And then it could continue to go either way. Uh, so it's not going to be as simple as just, it went down, it bottoms out and it shoots back up. I think it's going to be volatility is inevitable and it's going to, it's going to, sway to and fro based on all of the, the the news. So whether or not now is a good time to get in for you all depends on your holding period, uh, what your budget is, what your tolerance for interest rate risk is, um, all manner of things. So I think that's simply to say we, we appear to have a, a, a slight flattening at the time being, but we're going to track this on a week over week and a month over month basis, but there's still a ton of risk out there um, and, and unknowns. Um, so... That's it for this week. Hit me up. Let me know what you guys, what do you think? I mean, we still have a ton of immigration to come around. Um, interest rates might pause out here. Uh, we're already seeing cash flow returning in some of the mid sector, you know, high fives, mid sixes in Peterborough. Is that going to put a bit of bottom on this section? I still see the top end getting hammered for a while here right now in the luxury market uh, because the, the you know these interest rate increases hit that section the most. The bigger the loan, um, the worse these interest rate increases uh, affect the debt service ratios. 
So let me know. Let me know what you guys think. Hit us up if you have uh, any reason to reach out or you want to know more about that investor seminar and you want to get face to face. I would love to turn some of the audience who's been listening and engaging for 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 a long time uh, virtually here. I'd uh, love to meet in person and get to shake some hands and 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 chat about you know what's fascinating you about this stuff. Uh, how do you see this all playing out? So, anyways, look forward to the interview next week with Henry Clark, and I'll look forward to chatting with everybody soon. Take care, guys.